Murphy's bedtime stories. Murphy's chapter seven. Chapter seven. It's chapter seven. Do you remember? Uh... Chapter seven. Chapter seven. Chapter seven. So, uh, what happened? So Flora had. Um, remember she got out of the pen and she found these running dogs, these sled dogs. Yeah. Pulling a cart and she ran along with them and the farmer came, and. Who's Flora? The pig. She got, out of her she, she got out of her pen and she ran around. She found these dogs pulling this cart, and the guy was like, it looked like practicing for like sled dogs. And uh, I have a question. Hey. And she, so the, he was gonna catch her and put her back in the pen, but then he realized that she was running along with the dogs, and he's like, oh man, I like you. And so he came and he picked her up, and he and now he's riding her back to the pen, and he's gonna he's gonna put her in the pen. Yeah, he liked her. Uh, what did she? What do you call it? Spirit. A spirit or something like that. Oh, he said, so you're a runner. Come on, you little breakout artist. Keep up. It's training time. You got spirit, don't you? Yeah. Uh, it was no use. Flora was plopped back in her pen where everyone was huddled together in a corner. Her brothers jumped up and ran over to her, all asking at the same time where she'd been. Um, Flora sprawled in the dirt. Children, calm down. Mother stepped under the crowd and nosed Flora in the leg, sniffing her gently. Flora's been in the cornfield, she announced. She sniffed again. And she had a run-in with dogs. Flora, honey, are you all right? Did they hurt you? What made you run out into the wild world? Flora took... Uh, Flora took a deep breath and unsettledly got to her hooves. She watched the man in the beard walk back to the pen with a hammer in hand. I just wanted to look around. Flora wasn't sure. She wasn't sure if Mother would change from being worried to angry. I leaned against a board and broke it, so I decided to take a walk. There was a cracking sound. Everyone looked over to see the man toss the broken board into the junk heap. Children, stay away from the opening. Mother shooed her family into the corner. Remember, there's nothing but danger and trouble out there. The man dragged a new board over and began nailing it into place. Did the dogs attack you in the cornfield? Alfred, oh. Did the dogs attack you in the cornfield? Alfred asked. They're not attacking dogs, said Flora. And they don't go into the cornfield. They're pulling dogs. She looked around at the staring eyes. This must be how Luna felt when Flora was looking at her. Dad, I don't know where the is. For the first time in her life, she was the one who had a story to tell. Luna's the cat. I don't know where the it happened like this. No one interrupted, and Flora told the truth, Dad, except for the part where she fell behind. In her story, Flora ran flank to flank with the pulling dogs, her hooves pounding the road as she matched her running companion step for galloping step. That sounds even better than digging up a nail, Alfred said. You're the bravest pig ever. A pig needs to be careful, not brave, Alfred, said Mother. There won't be any more digging up nails. And let's just see how well the farmer fixed the fence. She walked over to the new board and pushed against it with her whole body. Then she turned and faced her children. It's sufficient, so there won't be any more narrow escapes from packs of running dogs either. I'm sure Flora understands how close she came to disaster. She won't be so foolish and reckless next time. Next time, thought Flora. I can't wait. Flora was excited to tell Luna about her adventure, and her chance came at nap time the following day. I got out and went for a run with the, in the wild outside, she said when Luna jumped up on her post. That's what I heard. Luna wrapped her tail around her feet. And just how wild it was it how how wild was it out there? Getting out was amazing, she said. Actually I spent most of my time in the cornfield, which is an excellent place for hiding, but the best part was running with the dogs. Hmm. 
The tip of Luna's tail twitched. Were they barking and slobbering and sticking their tongues out all over their faces? Flora sat down. She remembered now that Luna didn't have nice things to say about dogs. She was right about the tongues and the barking, but Flora also remembered the way her strong legs never gave up, and the, uh, their strong legs never gave up, and the blue eyes of the lead dog. She wanted to run with them again. Why don't you like dogs? She asked. What do you think Luna's going to say? Miriam, why do you think um, Luna wouldn't like dogs? Maybe. Luna yawned. Dogs don't think cats are useless, which is a lie. They also think cats are lazy, which is true. Cats can't wait to sleep, and dogs can't wait to do stuff. They try too hard. The people who live in the house say that in a couple of months, someone will come along and pay a lot of money for the dogs and take them up to the North Pole, where it is snowy and freezing cold, or down to the South Pole, where it's even colder and truly wild. Uh, Meanwhile... That's how she goes. You think she ends up in the South Pole? Yes. Meanwhile, all the Meanwhile, I was spending my days choosing warm places to curl up. Flora had so many questions. Why didn't she didn't know where to start? What what is money? Where's the South Pole? And why do people want to go where it's cold? She stared into Luna's eyes without blinking, so the cat would know she was listening and, and waited. Luna started to give herself a bath, but no one, but one look at Flora seemed to change her mind. I can see we won't be talking about anything else until you learn all you can about this North and South Pole business, so I might as well tell you. Flora did a little dance with her front feet. Then she forced herself to be still and quiet, not permitting even one ear twitch or snout tremble. No food can grow in the poles, started Luna. No corn, no vegetables, nothing. But it doesn't matter because humans, well, some humans like being where life is difficult and wild. Luna let out a disgusting sniff. These humans love to go to the poles to be truly miserable so they can come home and tell stories. And the dogs love to go so they can pull a sled every day. Those polar sleds carry heavy loads that don't feel heavy once they get moving because they slide right along on the runners that are slick and fast. Everyone works hard and works as a team. The ones that don't die. That's what people say anyway, when they're sitting around the fire at night talking, which is an excellent time for getting good ear rubs. So, um, so Luna's not where it's cold, or, um, yeah, Luna and Flora are not where it's cold, so that's why the dogs are pulling a wheeled cart. But it sounds like they're training for being like sled dogs and pulling a sled. Flora made herself stay silent as Luna talked and talked. Until the pig family woke up and started nosing around and asking Flora to teach them a new game. The pig family. A polling game, said Alfred. See you next time. Luna slipped off her post to the other side of the fence. Flora stuck her eye up to a crack between the boards so she could see her friend. When you come back, will you tell me more stories about the poles? And do you think I'll ever have another adventure? You just keep up your spirit. Trouble comes to us all. Adventure comes to those who choose it, but turns into trouble quick if you don't know how to land on your feet. That night, Flora dreamed about the freezing cold poles. In her dream, she lived in a house of snow. She shared the stories with her team, and she pulled a sled. In the middle of the night, she woke up and walked to the top of the manure, power, manure, power, the manure pile to see what had awakened her. A great yellow circle above the cornfield 
slipped out from behind some clouds. The moon. It was the first moon Flora had ever seen. Her heart filled with the beauty of it, and she made a promise to herself. I will be prepared, and I won't live forever inside this pen. Any thoughts on the chapter, guys? I loved it, but can you read another Do you know what happened, Miriam? Um, yes, she, she's, like, she's, she told her brother that she was going to lose. Yeah, basically, she, yeah, she told her brothers about, um, her adventure, and Luna told her about the North and South Pole. That's about it. So do you think she's going to live forever inside the pen? No. Probably not.